0: Good morning. I'm guessing by the time you listen to this, it'll be afternoon. Um, uh, it's the technical journey of conversations that we're on. We've been on for the last three weeks or so. So we're just talking to anyone who will listen to us, but mostly to innov- innovators, entrepreneurs and business leaders um, to see what's going on in the scope of, of the tech sphere. Uh, well, my obvious co host today are the usual Edwin Chabuka and Rufaro. I won't say Rufaro's last name because he doesn't like that.
1: Hi, <laughs> hey, Valentine.
0: Um, and today we are joined by Mr. Neva the CEO of Tande. well, you know, uh, Utande, the internet service provider. So they recently launched a LTE service. Uh, so we're here to talk about that. But before we get into that, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Nube, can you introduce yourself to the people, although I've made you a little redundant by saying your name, but I'm pretty sure they'll let you know from you anyway.
1: Okay. Uh, thanks, Valentine. My, my name is Nevan Nube. I'm the CEO of Dandem Tande. Dandem Tande is a, a registered internet access provider and is the, the 100% shareholder of Utande Internet Services. Fantastic.
0: So we'll just get into the question. So uh, Dandem Tande has been around for a very, very long time. So this is when the internet in Zimbabwe was the wild west. Um, you know, it was a, it was a frontier for the luck It was a luxury service for many. So, what have you seen during your time um, from then and now? The changes that have happened in internet uh, internet service provider, internet access providers, uh, from then and now.
1: Okay, thanks, thanks, Valentine. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually not an understatement that Tande has been around the block for a very long time. As you would know, we started this business in 1997 and and we're one of the pioneer ISPs in in Zimbabwe. And over the years, we have actually seen a growth in the ICT services. Uh, But I think there's been obviously an acceleration of the adoption of ICTs in the country. I would say probably around about 2011, 2012, when we launched our uh, home solution umax that's really when we began to see a lot of excitement in the market about uh, on on consumers wanting to have reliable connectivity at at, at homes but beyond that we've also just seen a, an uptake in in the consumption of uh, of of internet or ICT services uh, in the country. If I can just give you some bit of statistics, uh, uh, Valentine, if you look at the internet penetration uh, in the country from 2016, we we closed the year with the 50% internet penetration. And by 2018, we were around about 63%. And uh, in the third quarter of 2020, uh, although there was a slight decline, but we are still a slightly over sixty percent, and I'm, I'm thinking that probably by the time that we ended last year, we're probably in the region of about sixty-two percent. Mm-hmm. So it, this really has been the trajectory of, uh, of 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 service provision, and we've also just seen that the consumers or the customers have over the years changed their needs on what they want the. the the providers to to give to them. Initially, it was more of uh, your rudimentary communication. People wanted to have internet connectivity to send emails. Hmm. And then later on, we saw some uptake on social media uh, needs as well. But but that is now really graduated uh, to a situation where the internet is at the core of business transactions. uh, here I'm talking about uh, your e-commerce, your fintechs, and now internet is also at the core of an uh, enhanced communication. To include your your virtual virtual meetings, the ones that we normally conduct on Zoom and Teams and other virtual communication platforms, and on the internet on the entertainment space, we've also seen an uptake in in the consumption of uh, internet services for streaming purposes as well. Uh, Post-COVID, when it set in in, uh, and when we had our first lockdown on the 29th of March last year, we then also saw a graduation of now using connectivity to deliver uh, education and e-learning being at the center of what the customers are needing connectivity for. Interesting. Um, so would this uptake be um, the the only reason or the other motivations behind uh, Utande wanting to offer LTE services in addition to VSAT and
2: fiber connections?
1: Uh, th- th- those are really not the only uh, solutions that we are providing in the market to Faro. Uh, we we probably maybe be unknown for those two that we have mentioned, but uh, on the on the twentieth of June, two thousand and twelve, that's when we offer we we launched our Ymax services uh, under the brand Umax. If you if you recall if you recall that, and then we launched with the with twelve base stations in Arare We've since extended that service beyond beyond Arare to cover Pulawayo and and Mutare as well. But we've also then seen that uh, COVID has kind of induced some some new needs uh, to the market. People are now yearning for, 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 for greater speed. They are also yearning for reliability. And and, and and as you would probably know that some of the the new needs cannot be addressed using using Wimax because there are obviously technology limitations to that but as, as, as an entity that really prides itself itself on customer experience we felt it was opportune time to introduce a, a, a better and faster technology that will speak to the emerging needs of of our market and hence our choice of of LTE that we we we've, we've recently launched and this is just the phase 1 of the of the rollout that we are going to that you are going to be seeing uh, in 2021 Okay, so I, I like that you've actually just mentioned that this is the first phase, um, because one of the questions that I have is um, currently it's limited to uncapped packages. So I'm trying to understand, are you eventually going to offer pay as you go so that I can choose um, a smaller data package pay less um, money instead of being forced to the uncapped one? Yeah, so, so, so we are doing this referral in two phases. Uh, in phase one, it's for us is G- January to June, and in in that phase one, we are deploying seven base stations, uh, mainly in in Harare. Uh, so far, we've already deployed in Masasa, Joina, at Beni, and Pokes Hill to cover the surrounding areas in, in uh, around those base stations, and uh, in the next week or or two, we'll be deploying in Glenlon. Greencroft, and Asp- Asprindale. Uh, the, then we are going to be receiving a, a consignment of about 13 base stations in mid-May, which we are now then going to be rolling out uh, in Ruwa, Chitungwiza, Blawayo, Mutare, Sushabane, Chirezi, Ngezi, and then we'll also close some of the uh, uh, areas that will not have been fully covered in Arar and in phase 2 that's when we are going to then introduce kept packages uh, where our customers will be able to choose the type of packages that fit in uh, in in their budgets but we uh, we felt that we needed initially to start with the 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 unlimited packages and and we are in the first instance trying to address the needs of our SMEs, uh, our home-based businesses, and uh, if you like, also our high net worth customers. But beyond phase one, that's when we will then be able to address uh, the middle to lower income end of, of, of our market. But as you would know, uh, our brand positioning has always been uh, at the big to top end of the market, we 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 are we are not we are not a mass market brand, and uh, and and therefore we, we we really would want to keep that focus in what we, in what we do.
2: Oh, great! And um, so earlier on, you were mentioning COVID nineteen and how it had impacted the way people work in terms of the demand for more reliable internet services. I just wanted to know from your end, from the business side, how has the uptake been in the COVID period in terms of data consumption and the number of subscribers that have uh, jumped on board with your service?
1: Uh, Edwin, there is this very old saying that uh, never waste a crisis. And I think COVID-19 has been a good crisis for anyone who plays in the ICT space. And as service providers, uh, you probably already know that we have been the net beneficiaries of of this pandemic because uh, all of a sudden uh, the world woke up to the fact that uh, uh, internet and connectivity had moved from being a luxury to a necessity. And for some businesses, probably setting in of COVID-19 uh, brought forward their digital transformation strategies by almost between five and 10 years. And, and, and because of that, we saw really an upsage in the consumption of, uh, of, 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 of services. I'll give you an idea that uh, for instance, in, uh, in between the months of, m- of March and May last year, uh, when the first lockdown was announced and introduced, there was really kind of a scramble for for connectivity, right from all different types of of, of technologies, whether it was WiMAX for for those of our customers that are in the farming community, uh, whether it was wireless, for those customers that were now being asked to work from home or to have their kids uh, uh, have access to e-learning platforms. It was really an upsage. And I must admit that as operators, we were also kind of uh, uh, caught unprepared by that upsage in, in, in demand. And, and you, would, you would recall that sometime last year, uh, POTRA had to come in quite handy and uh, uh, give additional spectrum to, to some of the users so that the, they, they could cope uh, with, with that demand. So they, there has been that upsage uh, in, in demand and the operators have been really been trying their level best to make sure that they, they fulfill the, 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 the increased usage. Of, of 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 bandwidth uh, in the on the 16 infrastructure because what has been happening before covid set in our our infrastructure would cope quite well because the bulk of the users would only probably begin to to use the home infrastructure after work that is maybe from 6 p.m. to let's say 11 12, 12 midnight And during that time, obviously, businesses would not be drawing a lot of of bandwidth from from the providers. But now we're faced with a situation where throughout the day, there was that uh, uh, bandwidth hunger that was going through, and and the infrastructure just couldn't cope. And we had quite a number of complaints from some of our customers on slow speeds and, uh, and in in, in some instances, intermittent intermittent, uh, uh, connectivity. But we've really been been able to deal with, with, with that, deploying more infrastructure. And this is one of the reasons why we are also introducing LTE, so that we can also alleviate the pressure on the existing infrastructure.
2: And I'm happy that you mentioned LTE, and you also mentioned about your second phase of the rollout, which included um, cheaper bundles. But also I'm noticing that the the urban environment taking Harare, for example, is expanding at some very rapid rates and actually in a way beyond the rate at which some ISPs can provide service. So is uh, is the LTE service an effort of uh, being a more sticky option to residents in new suburbs who currently are looking for an ISP to serve their needs?
1: Yeah, so so Edwin, uh, in in the phase two, and and you'll be the first one to know, we've also targeted that we are going to have some base stations in the in the new suburbs. Uh, in phase one, one of the areas that we were not present that will now be present is a, a, our base station in Asprinell is going to cover some of our. Our high, density, uh, our high density areas. And this is the first for us because uh, with the Weimar space stations, most of them were in the northern suburbs, but now we are beginning to venture into also the high density suburbs. But in phase two, you also see us going into the new suburbs that have come up in the last 10 or so years. And, and yes, we, we do realize that uh, uh, there is need begin to get into those setups uh, that have in the in the past been probably not been addressed by by any of the existing existing uh, providers. Well, thank
0: you Mr Nube, I was curious about um... Uh, other services that Intendy offers. So you offer cloud services on top of vehicle tracking. Um, is this part of making the business a more consummate organization that you are? You know, uh, an all all in one uh, digital solutions partner.
1: Yeah, 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 yes, yes, Valentine. So if if you if you look at our 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 our, our vision, uh, Valentine is to be the most admired a ICT solutions partner uh, in Zimbabwe that's really our vision and really this speaks to us being a one stop shop for all the ICT and technology related solutions so cloud is just but one of the services that we are we that 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 that, that we are we are providing so so our our T- our next uh, five years will see us uh, growing the other ancillary services outside of, of connectivity to include uh, IoT uh, solutions. Uh, everything is going smart now, so we, we 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 will be playing in that space. But but specific to cloud uh, services, uh, Valentine, uh, with COVID setting in. And people being unable to work from their premises, there has also been a shift uh, from the from the market from moving from on premise uh, infrastructure to the cloud, and 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 and, and that uh, realization by the market uh, that one, if they move to the cloud, they can have access to all their digital assets. From, from anywhere. Secondly, that from moving from the cloud, they can also manage their budgets better because instead of having a CapEx model, they are now uh, moving into an OPEX model and leaving the management, the security and the storage and the energy and the power for such a facility to people with the technical expertise. And, 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 and that in itself has actually driven the uptake on the on, on cloud services. So today, we, with Tande, we've got the three data centers that we, we have in Arare. We've got one at Pegasus House, and we've got another one at Caps Fort Street. Uh, in the last uh, six months, we have refurbished and upgraded our third data center at Pasangano in Avondale. And we are now currently standing up in the fourth data center in Blawayo at Chatterhouse. So this is a growing this is a growing service that we will be affording the market. And we also have presence in TerraCore in South Africa as well for some of our customers that also want to have some of their information backed up in a data center that is outside of, of, of Zimbabwe. So yes, there is increased demand on cloud services. It's the right, it's the right way to go for businesses so that at least they can have access to their information on the call and and move away from on premise on premise uh, services.
0: Well, you've answered my follow up question about what what does Nandimtande have in future. So I see, uh, you've already covered that, and uh, well, we'll expect great things from from you guys. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Nulube, um, You know, for affording us this opportunity and as well as giving us a lot of insight as to uh, the UTENDE LTE rollout. Thank you for your time.
1: Uh, thank th- thanks valentine i think just uh, three other things that i would want to mention uh just for the for for for, for your benefit o- on some of the things that we will also be doing in in 2021 uh as you would know our license allows us to provide VoIP to the market and uh, this we haven't deliberately we have not been Uh, doing that, but we've now taken a strategic view that uh, one, to enhance stickiness on our customers, and secondly, to increase our revenue base, we are actually in the process of also rolling out VoIP, uh, using our own number range. Uh, We allocated a number range of 086 way back in 2009, and that's a number range that we've not we've not used. but I'm happy to say that uh, we are we are aggressively going to be rolling out VoIP as well. We're in the process of signing up all the interconnect agreements with other players in the in the market and uh, in the next uh, couple of months you will see us also uh, uh, making a lot more noise around around our VoIP services. In addition to that, uh, with people working from anywhere, security becomes very key uh, in terms of securing, like I said, in terms of securing their digital assets. So we are also going to be sec- setting up a security operating center at uh, the at, at, at Tande. That will then use for the benefit of our customers to detect uh, cyber crimes, to monitor their networks, to be able to help them with the penetration testing, Uh, and other security-related solutions. We've already identified a partner in in South Africa that we'll be working with to bring that uh, solution into the market. Over and above that, we are also doing managed services for our customers and also training as as a service, because we do realize that, for instance, people sign up to Office 365, but uh, they don't fully utilize the functionalities Of office 365 and we want to come in handy to be able to train uh, the market on some of the it related uh, solutions that are there that they might be using but not fully using so those are some of the things that you should expect in 2021 as well over and above what i've already shared with you
0: fantastic uh when all that stuff rolls out i'll be sure that we will call you again to have another conversation because i'm sure there'll be more to talk about as far as voip and um and the cybersecurity center and all. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Nume, for your time. Uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity and hope to speak to you again very soon.
1: Uh, thanks and, and good day to you and your team. Likewise. Thanks.